Hello, and welcome back to the Escape Pod. Thank you for escaping with us. That's Alex. I'm Andrew. And as always, with great power comes great Loki ability. Because uh, last night on Disney Plus, Loki season two, episode one, episode Uno. came out. Yes. So we just watched that. We just watched it today. We're going to be reviewing just the first episode. What else yep. are we reviewing? All of season one of Ahsoka. That is correct. We're also going to be doing a fan segment. Haven't done one of those in a while. Answering Answer some, some of questions. questions. We're doing a fun little trivia challenge for Andrew. For me. Yes. Okay. And uh, might do a little bracket. Might throw a bracket in there. Might throw a little bracket. Oh. We will surprise you what the bracket is about. And as always, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following us. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, make sure to give us a five-star rating. Make sure to join the Discord. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us everywhere. Uh, and uh, most importantly, follow the Patreon. Get the Patreon. We got a lot of great stuff on there for you if you aren't already signed up. Uh, All right. Ahsoka or Loki first? I'm gonna spin. I'm gonna spin this. If it's pointing at you, it's Ahsoka. Yeah. Okay. No. Sure. Why did you have to think about that so long? Because I. I don't know if we should start with Ahsoka or Loki. I don't know which one. I can't make that decision. That's why I suggested the pin flip. No, it was smart. That's directly in the middle. That's me, Loki. Loki's coming up. Here we go. Are you ready? We, do we want to rank the first episode I'm out of 10? I'm doing the first episode out of 10. Why not? Because I don't know what I would give it. I rank stuff based on seasons. Okay, let me just ask you this then. Ready? Yeah. What did you think about episode one of the next episode? Yep. I'm having a You're tough having time You're having a tough today. day. We cut, I'm not kidding, four minutes of me getting the, the intro wrong. Uh, welcome back to the <laughs> Escape, Escape Pod. Pod. Thank, Thank you for, for escaping, escaping with you. you. I said that not kidding four times. In a row. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I, had, I couldn't believe you said it a second time. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it was bad. Crazy. What did you think about the That'll first... Be on the Patreon. What did you think about the first episode of season two of Loki? I thought it was whatever. Wrong. You liked it? Of course I liked it. Interesting. Yeah. I, I Again, maybe my brain is incapable of reviewing TV shows properly. This mm -hmm. is what I'm coming to learn. Mm -hmm. Because I think if I watch anything with anyone next to me, especially if it's a TV show, I automatically like it a little bit better. But apart from that, I think the Loki being pulled through time mm -hmm. and them having a specific objective of like, we need to fix this, and then having to see him talk to Kihu Kwan's character in the past and in the future and the past affecting the future. That's a very TVA like problem to awesome. have. And that was like one of my favorite scenes of any MCU TV show ever was that bit right there. I loved it. I loved yeah. that. And you're right. That was very TVA. I just, I said this, maybe this was unfair of me. I did not enjoy the marketing for season one. But then episode one came out, and I fucking loved it. And I was like, okay, I'm on board. And then I, episode two came out, and I loved it, and I was on board. With this season, I didn't watch any of the marketing. I didn't see any of the trailers, whatever, whatever. And I was not into it the way I wanted to be into it, the way that I was into it for season one. I think one. you just got, you got to stop watching stuff with me. No. Yeah. We watched Spider-Verse together. I'm talking TV shows because apparently it has the exact opposite effect that it has on me where I like stuff better and you like stuff worse. I didn't dislike this. I want to make that clear. Like if I was to score this, I'd give it a 5 or 6 out of 10. I'd give it a 7.5. I just... Me and you were vocal about the this machine. You know, that it takes timelines and turns yeah, raw like, time. And, well, me and you were vocal about that being dumb. Because here's the thing. You you said while watching this, we filmed our and us watching the entire thing might be That'll on the Patreon. That'll be on the Patreon. That might be on the Patreon. We filmed that whole thing. And during that, you said, I think the quote was, yeah, this is getting a little too confusing for me. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a part where a character says, this is where we take raw time and refine it into timelines or something. And it was like, 
what? <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Um, now that's confusing and like hard to grasp or whatever. But for me, that's how I felt the entire first season of Loki. Yeah. Where it's like you just kind of have to like let timey-wimey stuff be timey-wimey. It's kind of like wa- watching Doctor Who. They literally sometimes are like, there's an episode where Doctor Who has a contraption and he's doing something with it. And someone's like, what is that? And he's like, it's my timey-wimey machine. It goes ding when there's stuff. Like that's his explanation. Mm-hmm. It just does. It's time stuff. Yeah. So you kind of just have to accept that when you're dealing with a TVA. But I feel like, I don't know, obviously you feel differently, but I felt that season one was so clear. It created boundaries, there were rules, everything like that. And I get Kang died, so the rules are now out of whack. But the whole time they're like, time doesn't work here. And then immediately he's like, oh yeah, I saw you. How long has it been? 400 years. It's like, yeah. It, the, what, what about time not working? I, I don't know. Like, I just... That's how I felt the whole first season. No, I, I feel you. Like Because, again, your explanation, and I need to, I want to go home. I am home. This is literally where I live, like yeah. 15 feet that way. I want to go 15 feet that way and look up some sort of YouTube video and have it explained to me. But your explanation, I think, is that, I don't want to go back through all of season one, that the splits are splits of timelines that have Kang in them. Mm-hmm. So when they say the one sacred timeline, it's not one timeline. It's a bunch. It's all timelines that don't have Kang. Mm -hmm. See, that's confusing to me. Mm -hmm. It it makes sense now. But so now we're not pruning. So we're so we're in copper. No, that's comment below if you know that. The thing I really liked about the end of season one is we don't know where he was sent. Right. Right. Because you think it's the regular universe, but then Mobius's shirt is buttoned all the way, and then you realize he doesn't know him, and then he turns and he sees the Kang statue. Yeah. Um, and then in this, he prunes the wall, and there's Kang. Has that always been there? Yeah. Is that only there because Kang died? I, it just confused the f*** out of me. Yeah. Again... I guess this is bothering me less than it's bothering you because I was just expecting this because I felt like this Because you felt this before. But I think he saw it 400 years in the past or whenever he is in the past. So yeah. he knew that it was still there when he pruned the wall or yeah. whatever. Um, I was kind of sucked in right at the start of the episode of, of the first episode of Loki because we see him like running around and the TVAs, like the lights are flashing and he's getting pulled and like now people know who he is and now people don't know who he is and we're trying to figure that out. The first half of the episode, I was like, oh, this is like really interesting and I like that they they had an objective and they figured out how to stop it and now our next objective is like we need to find Sylvie. Um, would you have liked this first episode of season two of Loki better if it had your gal, Miss Minutes? Probably. I really missed her. There were a couple of moments they where I... They, like, continually say, where's Miss Minutes? And, like, I continually am expecting like, her to show yeah. up. Like... I hope... I hope like, like She'll it, for sure be in it. Yeah, they'll hold her off for a bit. Unfortunately. But there's there's a couple of times where he's like, let's let's get Miss Minutes. And Loki's like... Mm-mm. No, but I love that. <laughs> I love that they know she's the bad guy. Like, yeah. I love it. I just... In episode one of season one of Loki, you immediately know... This is what's going on. This is, I don't know. That episode was a lot of like setup and I liked all the setup. And this episode is no setup. I have no idea where we're going from here. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's interesting. I feel less. But I'm, I'm not pessimistic about the rest of the season. So it was a good first episode. It wasn't great. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm not necessarily, I'm not, I'm certainly not thrilled, but I'm not upset. I'm happy. I just, yeah, I, yeah. You know why I'm happy with this first episode of Loki? You know why? Hmm. I want nothing more than any excuse to have a long panning shot or zoom in shot down a hallway to see Tom Hiddleston with his flowing hair do this. You know what I'm talking about? He does that a lot. He does that multiple times. I loved every single one of them. He does it a lot. I will watch any episode of any show ever if I get Tom Hiddleston. Looking off sideways like, what's going on? I will you, say... You know what I'm talking about? I will say about Loki Season 2, Episode 1, the humor is still strong. My favorite thing about Loki Season 1 is that for four episodes, it's a buddy cop show with 
Mobius. Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. And yeah, that's great. All right, all right. He who remains, he who remains. I need Loki to remain. <laughs> yeah, their banter's great. Like they're so good. And then the <laughs> you got to do it at this point, or Mobius will lose his skin. <laughs> yeah, they. The amount of times they said Mobius might lose his skin. <laughs> but then when Kiwi Kwan says it so sternly, like he's gonna lose his skin. They're comparing who's going to have the most gruesome death. I don't want to... What's the quality of life if I don't have skin? It was so strong. Yeah. It was really, really good. It was... Oh, he who remains? It's like calling yourself the, the last man standing. Yeah. It's so good. Their banter is really strong. Because I didn't particularly like him with anybody else in this episode. But as soon as they get together, I was like, these are my boys. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It could be great. I don't think it'll be bad, thankfully. But the patrons are about to choose what to do with my hair. Can we give one of the, the, the options to be like Loki's haircut? Like I grow it out just so we can film me doing that. You think that would could, be so awesome. You think I could pull it off? Get, How quickly does your hair grow? Not like super quick. So their their vote would be you just don't cut your hair for like Yeah, but then I would have to style 12 it differently. Months. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be in your face. Dude, if you... And then we get a Loki TV and I... And, and I could be Mobius! Holy shit! And I, I put this into After Effects, and I do some me time warp thing. Ah! Ah! Oh, we gotta do this. You have to grow. Please, everybody, vote on no, the Patreon. No, I probably won't actually For do him it. to grow out his hair so that for next Halloween, he can be Mobius. Uh, he, he'll be Loki, and I'll be Mobius. I want to be Miss Minutes. We'll have a little Miss Minutes, and you can carry her. Rachel's little. She can be Miss Minutes. Sure. <laughs> Can she do a country accent? Probably not. Probably not. She's so good with it. The the timekeepers, it's so good. Dude, I cracked my neck doing that. That was crazy. Mm. Did it hurt? Felt good. Mm. I'm a little loopy, like... Dizzy? A little dizzy. Do you have Vertigo? Have you seen Vertigo? No. Weird movie. I'm sure. Alfred Hitchcock, though. Free yep. fire. You want to talk about Ahsoka? No. Too bad. It's your job, so okay. you got to. Yeah, I'm going to get bullied again. Ahsoka has finished. It is. Here is our review for mm. the show, one, uh, one through ten. Or do you have a ranking? Sure, yeah, yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Seven. Seven out of ten. Really? I am blown away. I quite liked it. Oh, good. Me too. It's not perfect, obviously. No. It's certainly no Andor, uh, but you know there's some really good stuff in it, and I'm now significantly more interested in Heir to the Empire as a movie versus two days ago before I had finished the show. Do we want to do negatives or positives first? I want to finish Up on positives. You. Let's do Up, negatives. Okay. 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 So my biggest negative, this is where the shitstorm's going to come. I wish there was less Clone War stuff. Do you wish there was less Rebel stuff? No, I think the Rebel stuff is... I think I think the fact that it's Rebel Season 5, it's, first of all, the best season of Rebels. Um, obviously, you haven't, you haven't seen any of Rebels. You didn't even watch, like, anything after this. It's hard for you. You're going to love it a lot more after you see Rebels. This Ahsoka made me want to watch Rebels. I've always been lower on Rebels. I think <clears throat> Rebels is a 5 or 6 out of 10 because there's some amazing stuff in Rebels. Some of the best Star Wars scenes ever is in Rebels. T Twilight of the Apprentice when Ahsoka duels Vader is amazing. The Ben Kenobi Darth Maul fight is spectacular. There's a scene with Kanan that I'm not going to spoil for you that is spectacular. Oh. You know he's dead. Kanan dies. Kanan's death scene is spectacular. Like, there's so much that's really, really good in Rebels. It's just bogged down by worse filler than Clone Wars. And you've seen all of Clone I, Wars. I hate filler. You've seen all of Clone Wars. There is filler in Clone Wars. It's the reason that, like, Clone Wars has some of the best Star Wars stuff ever. I think the Siege of Mandalore... If you take that and make it like its own movie, it's as good as Empire. It's as good as New Hope. It's as good as Andor. Like, Siege of Mandalore is spectacular. Clone Wars has the highest highs of the whole franchise, but the filler is so bad. The filler is so bad in Clone Wars, but I think Clone Wars is still an 8 out of 10 because I think the filler is... Ahsoka. Sorry. 
there was not nearly as much filler in this show. Correct. Yeah. As yeah. Rebels. So I think it's the best Rebel season, but it is Rebel season five. Yeah. When I asked you, when you said there's less, I want less Clone Wars stuff in it. And I asked, did you want less Rebel stuff in it? Basically, I was asking you, do you want the show not to exist? Because it couldn't exist if it wasn't, didn't have the Rebel stuff in it, because that's all it is. Um, this is Rebels season five. So negatives, you don't want Clone Wars stuff in it. I get that that's like every, that's what all of us wanted. And I was one of those people, but seeing that, I felt like it was a detour we did not need to take. And is, if you would- is, the, is the episode of Ahsoka where she is in Vision Land with Anakin, your least favorite episode? I didn't like episode one. So one in that one. It's one of my least favorites, yeah. And if you could call anything in this show filler, that was it. It's the Clone Wars episode, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Yeah. Now, that might be filler that you wanted. And I know a lot of people, 90% of the internet fucking loves that episode. And they love it. And they love Hayden Christensen's bad acting. And they just love it. I just, I was so enthralled with Sabine and Ezra. I wish Ezra showed up earlier. I thought he was great. I mean, from Rebels to this, it was perfect. Okay. Um, what else? What else are negatives? Mm-hmm. Because I got a couple. Uh, go. Because um, I'm sure we're going to agree on a lot here. Okay. Well, so spoilers, obviously. Yes. Sorry. Spoilers, obviously. Um, the ending, I didn't hate. The ending of Ahsoka? Yes. Okay. I didn't hate. We're going to disagree on this. I didn't hate. The only thing I'm going to point out is it's interesting that basically the whole season just ended with like people swapping places. Yes. Okay. Ezra and Thrawn were far away, and Ahsoka and Sabine weren't. Now we just swap places. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> so it's like, what happened? Like, we lost, basically, and Ezra gets to go home, and we don't. And now do we just need to do the same exact thing again, but in reverse to save Ahsoka? Like, I don't know. So that was just, like, a little, like... Also, the best way to get Ahsoka and Sabine back mm-hmm. is probably the whales. But we've already done that. And if they do that again, I think a lot of people are going to be mad, myself included. Yeah, I just kind of roll my eyes. It's like, why do you even leave them there? Sneak yeah. them onto the ship yeah. somehow. I think I would have liked the ending better. Like, I assume there's a reason for it. Like, I'm <sighs> sure there'll be a plot that follows. I love, though, the ending is probably my one of my favorite parts of the show. I understand your criticism. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the ending is Banking on Heir to the Empire doing it well. This show feels a lot like WandaVision, where it is set up for mom. And it's, yeah, it's a conclusion, but it's not like a proper conclusion. And now the next movie will decide. And because mom is so bad, a lot of people n- dislike WandaVision. A lot of people dislike WandaVision just for WandaVision. But I feel that Ahsoka, Ahsoka's legacy relies heavily on this upcoming movie. <clears throat> I so, love Balin and Shin being separate and just the shot of him on the father I love from Clone that. Wars. Balin's an awesome character. God damn it. May Ray Stevenson rest in peace. Fuck me. He's easily my favorite character in the show. Balin? Yes. Yeah. And we're never going to get a proper conclusion. What makes you say that? You want to recast him? Hmm. You're going to CGI him? What are you going to do? What we got is not a proper conclusion. It was for sure leading to something really interesting. Something very interesting. I'm like so upset about it. I'm so upset about it. Um, Because like in the last couple episodes where he's like, something else is calling me. I was like, what is this? This is awesome. Like, thank God there's so much of Star Wars that isn't new in this show. That was new. That was interesting. What other negatives? Anything? Anything big stands out? I don't like how Thrawn looks. Okay, fine. He just looks really weird to me. Yeah, but that's, that, that's going to happen. I know. I just think it, I think Hera looks way better. I think Ezra's blue eyes look weird, but I think it looks better than Thrawn. Thrawn, it just looks weird to me. Um, I, I was had trouble understanding 
this is something in Ahsoka that like is a negative. I just, and maybe call it a plot hole, call it what you want. I had trouble understanding two things. They have been on this planet, Pagetta or whatever the hell it's called. They've been on this planet for however many years. Um, and then <clears throat> there's the arbitrary, we have to put cargo from here to here onto the Star Destroyer. Why didn't you do that before? Because yeah. it was cargo on the tower that they were putting on the Star Destroyer. That Star Destroyer was on that planet. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Star Destroyer isn't new. They just hooked the Star Destroyer to the ring. Yeah. So that Star Destroyer isn't new. So whatever that cargo is, they probably could have had it on the Star Destroyer, I don't know, two, three years ago when you were first zapped here. That didn't make any sense to me. That was just like a, so we have time to get Ezra on the ship. Mm -hmm. And two... I guess this can be explained later, but why are the Night Sisters helping him? I get that they're both bad, but like, what's the reasoning for that? Were they on that planet? Are they? Is the deal that he's getting them off the planet the same way that he's getting off the planet? Did, like, were they there the whole time? Yeah. What? Like, I guess that wasn't explained. Now that might get Specif explained specifically, but like. Again, the 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 cargo I think is just a straight. He kind he kind of just like. Have you seen that meme of Bernie Sanders? <laughs> That's what he keeps doing. Yes. Yeah, I, I am that once again time. asking for your financial support. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm once again asking for the witches' support. Um, so I'm gonna bring up two things. I just saw a TikTok. Cause TikTok loves doing this, especially to like Obi Wan and Boba Fett. Uh, no, Boba Fett especially with the choreography. And like Obi Wan with the chase scene with Leia, yeah, and then the and the slow bike chase and the spin stuff like that. Um, there are a couple of moments like that in this season, mm -hmm. and, and especially in the last one when it was Ezra and Ahsoka and mm. Sabine, yeah, doing this and yeah, and then they force pull and Ahsoka cuts two of them, and then like someone popped up the caption, Ahsoka's. Bet you didn't see that face, the coming face. Um, some of that looked a little awkward, whatever. I don't think it was nearly as bad as any of the other shows we've gotten. And it's still not as bad as some of the fight scenes in the sequels. I don't like the fight scenes in the sequels. Uh, I think the, you think the fights in the sequels are better than the fights in Ahsoka? I think all new Star Wars fight, like all Disney Star Wars fights look the same. And they're worse than the prequels. The prequels have some bad fights. The prequels... Do not sit here and tell me that the Duel of the Fates fight and the Mustafar fight have are anywhere close to being I as bad as... I love the Mustafar fight. I'm not going to tell you that I dislike it, but it is 20 minutes long. Because it's so awesome. It's you clearly... don't get exhausted of it it's when they're swinging on the thing and it's they're clearly... like each other's... Shut the frick up. It's clearly better than any fight that ever happens in any sequels movie ever, and it's not close. It's the best fight in Star Wars. Duel of the Fates I'm, is better than any fight that ever, ever happens in the sequels. But do you care? I am asking you a yes or no. The Count Dooku Yoda fight, better than any fight in the sequels. Absolutely not. That's where you lost No, me. absolutely That's not. where you've lost Yoda me. flipping around. Is stupid. No. You should not have a lightsaber. And okay, you know this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you whatever. know this. No, that yeah. is dumb. Yo Yoda shouldn't have a lightsaber. Yoda should never. No. Y Yoda's a Jedi. He shouldn't have a lightsaber. Move on. Next one. Any of the other ones. Can you give me a yes or no? Okay. Technically, choreography wise, the Mustafar fight is a better fight than the Return of the Jedi fight with Vader and Luke. But the Return of the Jedi fight is probably the best fight in Star Wars because it matters. Okay, number one, yes. You number two, care about these yeah, characters. Number two, it happened in the 70s. 80, 80s, 70s, 80s, right? So you're not expecting anything. The sequels came out after the prequels. Okay, okay, okay. Choreography-wise, the, the Duel of the Fates, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, is choreography a better fight? But... I cared a lot more in Force Awakens about Rey and Kylo Ren's fight with Finn, where Finn gets slapped in the, in the forest. Back. Yes, 
I cared a lot more about those characters than I did in Duel of the Fates because you do not care about any all three of those characters. Is it a better fight? So, sure. Choreography, sure. The prequels has the best choreography. The choreography for the Count Dooku Yoda fight is interesting. It doesn't make it not the stupidest scene in a movie where the line, I don't like sand, is uttered. And it's still the stupidest scene in that movie. Yoda shouldn't have a lightsaber also because he has a handicap because he's so much smaller than everybody else. Like, it's crazy. It's not crazy. A Jedi having a lightsaber isn't crazy. So, anyways, back Would to Would you the- give... I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not even going to get into it. Because you know like you're wrong. It's giving a policeman in a wheelchair a police car. No. <laughs> no, it's not. What about the guy with the super long neck? Not the Kaminoan. What's his name? Oh, frick. The guy with four throats? The no, no. The guy with the super long neck. He's in Robot Chicken. I forget his name. It's not even Peel. Even Peel's the little guy. Um... I forget his name. Do you know the Jedi Council member? <laughs> he has a super long neck. Why? Why it's shouldn't even longer you, than a Kaminoan. Why? He should, should not have a lightsaber. Why shouldn't you give a, a policeman in a wheelchair a car? Because he can't fucking drive. Guess what? Yoda can use a lightsaber. But so freak you. No, but it's like it's stupid. It's it's like he no, has a it's handicap. stupid to give someone a car that can't use it because he can't use it. It's not stupid to give Yoda a lightsaber when he can. Use it. It's no. It's the okay. Kit Fisto. You know who Kit Fisto is. Yeah. All the yeah. Right. I assume yeah. that's part of his body. If one of those get cut off, it's probably going to be painful. What if he's swinging around a lightsaber? And he cuts off. One you of saying things? Kit Fisto doesn't use a lightsaber? No, but I'm saying I'm not, and I'm not saying he shouldn't. But I'm saying that in a world where all these different creatures exist. Not all of them are capable of using a lightsaber. So the guy with the super long neck, if he's swinging around a lightsaber, fighting a guy with a lightsaber, that guy has a pretty easy target. And I'm saying it's the same thing with Yoda. Yoda should not be fighting people that are six feet tall when he's two and a half feet tall. He has a handicap. There should be other weapons just because the original trilogy... You you you, You want Yoda to use a blaster? I want you to use the force because he should be power enough, powerful enough to kill you with a thought. So so the Darth Sidious Yoda fight, you wanted him to just come in and go like this and that be the end of the scene? Yes! They, ju- they should be able to force power each other. It should be the Voldemort-Dumbledore fight. Oh, you think the Voldemort-Dumbledore fight in uh, Order of the Phoenix isn't awesome? I think it's stupid because... I think it's stupid because it was written definitely in the book, just like I think Deathly Hallows Part Two is stupid. You're such a book Nazi. I don't know why you're not excited for this TV show. I am a book Nazi when the book is clearly better and is written for a specific way. All of the books are clearly better. It doesn't make it so that Order of the Phoenix isn't an enjoyable movie. Me, me having a problem with the Dumbledore Voldemort fight, I can still say it's awesome, but the fact that it's written that Dumbledore is, quote, like he was, quote, strolling in the park and not struggling is cooler than him going like this. Ah, ah. You're right. That's- You're right. You're right. But again, that's not the point. We're talking about Star Wars here. Dumbledore Yoda- shouldn't use a wand. That's a completely different thing. No, it's not. The fights in Ahsoka were fun. There's two problems. Number one, some of them were kind of like cheesy and clunky, number one. Number two, not with the fight scenes, but I noticed this in a couple of episodes and it didn't bother me as much in Ahsoka because it happens more in Obi- Obi-Wan and other shows where there's like one scene where no one's talking and it just takes forever. Like, there are some scenes where like Ahsoka's like showing up to, what's that one? The opening scene of this show yeah. is a five to 10 minute sequence of Ahsoka in a room she doesn't say anything yeah and, and she's, she's turning the things moving. I was like this literally could have been 60 seconds long and like I know it's cool and dramatic to like extend, extend it out a little bit but like there are multiple times where I'm like especially with almost a lot of like Disney plus TV shows where it's like okay so that happens a couple times I didn't like that mm-hmm. third kind of along the same lines of everything we just screamed about what did you think about the Ezra jump at the end spoiler alert oh did that bother you didn't bother me. Figured it would bother you. No. That's not too powerful with the Force. That's it's, a dumb thing. It is. <laughs> they keep adding stuff. It is. I don't have that problem. You're the sequel hater. 
I don't have a problem with a lot of the Force stuff in the sequels. Oh, great. Neither do I. But everybody else on the internet does. Everybody mm. on the internet hates the... Well, John, my dear buddy John, has the best argument for the Rise of Skywalker thing. We'll get into that later. But the thing where they can, like, grab shit off of each other. He hates that. Um, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I... I don't, I don't love that it's a little deus ex machina. You know what I'm saying? It's like a all series. She can't move anything, and now just because she can move a you know two pound lightsaber, she can launch, she can launch a two hundred pound man. Different. Like 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 I don't love that. Yeah. But he's super strong. Like so, I don't really have a problem with him getting there pretty easily on his own, and then her giving him just a little push. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that a problem with that. No, you had a problem with that? No, no, I saw some people on the internet saying it was stupid. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, but I, I have no problem with it. I don't have the fighting choreography problems because I'm not, and ugh, I'm not even, I don't even want to say this to you. But I think that people, I just disagree with people that watch Star Wars for the fights. I don't watch Star Wars for the fights. I'm not saying you do, but like, I think a lot of people do, and... Or I don't, just for the fights. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't watch Star Wars for the fights. I, I'm sure I would prefer more episodes of Ahsoka than not if there weren't fights. If there weren't fights in them, like there are some episodes where they throw in a fight and it's like this doesn't need to be here. Sure. I.e. I, um, the Sabine fight on against the Raiders. Oh yeah, that one. Like before she meets the Rock people. Yeah. By the way. Cute. Love those guys. Yeah, thank you. Love those guys. Yes. Star Wars. That's that's what Star Wars. I thought that in the last episode. The I was like, I actually guys. care about these little I creatures. Like these guys. I was like, this feels like Star Wars. They're little buddies. They yeah. live in rocks. Their <laughs> pods are rocks. Yeah. Love it. Love it. They've got a little and, shell yeah. with the shell. It's awesome. I, yeah. I like those guys. They've this, got their own language. Indecipherable. This is, this Sounds is, like a language. This is why I'm the trivia guy, because I, I used to watch stuff and like it so much that I'm like, I want to know what that is called. I want to re- remember that. And a lot of the times now, I watch a Marvel movie or I watch stuff, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't care enough. But when I saw Guardians 3, I was like, I want to know everything about this. I want to know that he's uh, the, the high evolutionary or whatever his mm-hmm. name is. Like, I want to know these things. And then that was like... I want to look up what they're called. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know. Did you? No, I didn't. You're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know. No, yeah, yeah no, they, they were great. I liked those guys a lot. They were fun, and they, I, I just, I really liked everything on that planet. Yeah, and but that being said, I'm kind of done with it. Like, I want to go back. Th- you're, you're right. Like, I, I, I absolutely agree that I never want to see the Rock guys again. Yeah. So here's a negative that I have that you might have, you might not. Uh, this show was, you remember a couple years ago, Mando season two comes out. We're in the middle of Mando season two. And then it was at Star Wars Celebration or was at Comic-Con or something. And Star Wars comes out and they're like, these are the next 50 Star Wars projects. And they announced Ahsoka and they announced Acolyte and they announced, they didn't announce Boba Fett. That got announced at the end of Mando season two. But like they announced like... 500 projects. They announced the Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron movie. They announced the Ryan Johnson trilogy. They just announced every movie and their mother. Okay? Okay. And I thought, this isn't Star Wars. This is the MCU. Mm. This is too much. And Star Wars Visions and this. There were 100 projects that were announced. And I was like, this is the MCU. This isn't Star Wars. Like I, And it made me... Uh, are we really doing this? Like, Star Wars should feel more exclusive than that. And this show was the first time since that announcement where it was like, oh, here's the next step. Because now Star Wars is the MCU in another way. That people only talked positively about this show when they saw all the cameos. This show divulged into the hype for No Way Home, and that's not what I want Star Wars to be. Oh my gosh, it's Captain Rex. Oh my gosh, it's C-3PO. Yes, I will agree with you to a certain extent. Oh my gosh, Anakin Skywalker said Asajj Ventress and General Grievous and Count Dooku. I will agree with you to the extent that liking a show only for those reasons is stupid, and the internet is just going to do that. Uh, I will also agree with the internet that it was cool to see them but that's not why I like the show I like the show for other reasons and I think 
getting hit over the head with cameo stuff too often will is stupid. Um, like I wasn't expecting the C three PO thing. No, but I was like, ah, oh. Connor, friend of the show, said he rolled his eyes when C three PO showed I, up. I can understand loving it. I can also understand rolling. I didn't roll my eyes, and I thought it was fine. But again, yeah, like it was just so much. Yeah, if they're gonna rely on that too much, I I, I think it'll be a problem. Like I saw a tweet. And it was, you know, it's the meme, and it's this, and then in the sky is Dave, Dave Filoni, and he's like, God. First of all, let's cool the jets on him. He's not the best in the world. Um, he's great. He's good. He's good at a lot of things, but... Not as good as George Lucas. I think he's significantly better than George Lucas, but, but like that, and literally it was a retweet, and it had like two million views, and it was like, who cameoed this time? Hmm. And it, yeah, I mean that's what it felt like. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that Hayden Christensen's best performance in this show was the scene that he doesn't speak in. You mean his at the very end? The last shot of this show is Anakin Skywalker, which is interesting. Do you think this is the last time we've seen Hayden Christensen as Anakin? No. Oh, I think so. Really? Yeah, I think he's done. After this, I think that that last shot was like, all right, there you go. I would be, I guess I wouldn't be shocked if they brought him back, but I think that's a good ending. I just, and look, I'm alone in this, but I was annoyed by the Clone War stuff in this show. It was, there's no clone, the Clone War stuff they do in Rebels is like much more tasteful. And in this show, it felt like they were beating me over the head with it. Her master was Anakin Skywalker. Like, first of all, that's something Thrawn should know. But, like, all of that, like, Rebels, it does it, like, twice. Like, Rebels, they bring back Rex, but he matters in the show. He's not just in it for two seconds, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then he's like, oh, I fought with Ahsoka Tana till the Siege of Mandalore. And that's all you get. That's kind of all they do. When, like, yeah. Just... But overall, I liked it. I liked it, too. Ahsoka... All the Rebels characters were great. Like we said, the little creatures were great. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed most of the fights. Um, the whole plot of the show was just kind of interesting and intriguing. Balin was great. Great. Um, you want to answer some questions? I actually wanted to see where you think Ahsoka ranks for you. And I just pulled up my list of all Star Wars projects. And I'm wondering where Ahsoka ranks for me. Well, it's going to be over all the sequels and all other Star Wars shows except Mando. You haven't seen Andor, though? I haven't seen Andor, though. Would you like it better than Solo? No. Yeah, I think I'm with you But it's, we're going to be right underneath it, probably. I think it's right underneath, like, Solo, Force Awakens. Yeah. So it'll probably end up about the middle. That's probably where it's going to land-ish. Yeah. I mean, the things that are better than it are the three originals, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, Rogue One for me. And then it's going to be in there with... Wow, you're high on Rogue One. Yeah, and then it's going to be... I like Force Awakens and Solo for sure better. I'd probably put Force Awakens kind of like right where it is, or maybe above it. And then the prequels are like toss-ups. They're all kind of... Would you say you liked it more than Clone Wars? No. Okay. Clone Wars is just so massive. It is. Guess, yeah. It is. It's so big. It's a lot more. All right. There you go. All right. We're going to answer some questions. We decided to talk about Yoda using a lightsaber for another like 20 minutes, I think. We are going to put that on the Patreon um, because we wanted to get through some of y'all's questions this episode. And we're already at an hour. Yeah. So, so we're going to just throw that up on the Patreon for if you want to see us. Yeah. I mean. It's very interesting. We get into it with Star Wars. Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Yeah. Uh, but let's answer some of y'all's questions. I would like to know y'all's top three Spider-Man suits, both live, both live action and animated. Okay, an easy top two for me. I like one of the Toby suits, the the classic Toby suit, and then Tasm two. After that, what's third place? I would like the final swing No Way Home suit if it wasn't as CGI. I think it looks too CGI. It's not as practical as Toby and Andrews. But is that just the swinging? And maybe it'll look better. I also I, here's, I also want to put the final swing in there, but I'm not going to because I haven't seen it enough. Yeah, I want to see it more, and I want it. I want it to look better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I might go an animated suit, like one of one of Miles' suits, or oh, oh. Number one is Tasm two. Mm-hmm. Number two is twenty ninety nine in Spider Verse. Yeah, something like that. And number three, I love the Spider Verse one hoodie. Yeah, I love that. Can I say real quick? Uh huh. When we're talking about CGI, I just went and watched Pacific Rim. Uh huh. CGI is really good. Which came out a decade ago. 14, yeah. I watched it in 3D IMAX, Mm -hmm. and I was blown away the entire time. Mm -hmm. I was watching it, and I was like, this looks better than any Marvel, Star Wars, like anything I've seen recently. Yeah. And I assume it's because, you know, they're overworking the CGI people, and they're rushing stuff Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I was like, I am watching giant robots crashing in the ocean with Godzilla-like type creatures, Kaijus, yeah. like close up in IMAX 3D, and I was blown away. I was like, the final swing suit, She-Hulk, Black Widow, CGI, like all this stuff, which are not as complicated CGI things nope. to do, look way worse. I'm Absolutely. like, why? If I've said it once, I've said it a million times, CGI peaked in 2014. Yeah, what's going on? They could do, they're, they're capable of doing more interesting things. We learned that with Avatar 2. Yeah. But they don't. And it's faster to just make it look like shit. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, so, yeah, that's my top three. I guess the hoodie. I love Gwen's suit, though, with the ballet shoes. <laughs> Toasty Buns, the patron. Yep. Who's the freakiest in the sheets? Obvious answer for this. You. On account of your lack of experience. There you go. You're a but, virgin. But, okay, I get married. I think you'll be more freaky I than think me. it'll be me. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> it's the, the repressed, homeschooled, Christian, okay, all right, like, on. Catan player. You're Whoa. a freak. Are you saying Catan players are virgins? But then when they're not, they're freaks. Homeschooled Christian board game people, once they get married, go crazy. Go crazy. <laughs> If, wait, if they get married. Mm. Are you saying I'm not going to get married? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this is mostly for Andrew. What's better, in your opinion, the boys are invincible? I would say Invincible has the best, like, one season, but boy, The Boys has had four seasons, and it has given me more, so I probably like The Boys better, because, I mean, it's similar, like, Omni-Man, Homelander, like, I think Homelander is just as good or better of a villain, and... Or J.K. Simmons? He's the evil dad? Oh. They're both really, really good. It's... I just... I really like The Boys. Oh, it's so good. What's one animated show that you want to see made into live action? I don't think I've got one. Keep it all animated. I think I've said this Treasure Planet as a movie would be cool. Mm. Um, but as a sh- for a show? Yeah, like what would... No. What a, what a, what a, I want a Phineas, a lot of and, Phineas and Ferb want, TV show? Like, every, a lot of people want a fucking um, yeah, that would CGI, be a, a trapezoid. A triangle head. Um, a lot of people want live action Clone Wars. Live action Clone Wars would be so much worse than animated Clone Wars yeah. because they do can do such cool things in animation that they can't do in live action. Hottest Spider-Verse character. Three, two, one. Rio. Hello? Yeah. You okay? I was I had no idea where you were going. There's some hot Spider Verse characters, but Rio's yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gwen if she was of age, mm. perhaps. Who else is there? Like I'm missing. I mean, oh, I'm rocking Jessica Drew, pregnant or not. She doing it for you? Yes. When she comes in on that motorcycle, boom. Yes, Spider Woman with the glasses. Yeah. Oh, My husband, he's so hot. He, <laughs> he's corny, but. So oh, hot. I, like, <laughs> yes. I love oh, who else do we got? I mean I mean Miguel is hot as yeah, fuck. You say, can't Miguel, deny Miguel. Yeah. I think Miles is a cutie pie. I think he's gonna grow into it. Yeah. Um Peter B has this handsome charm. 
Zoe Kravitz, Kravitz Mary, Jane. Mary Jane because Zoe Kravitz Mary Jane is better than Peter B's Mary Jane. No, aren't they the exact same? No, they're different character models. Yes. They look very similar. They are. They got very similar face, but they are different. You only see her at like a funeral. I know. Well, you see her at the speech. Yeah. With the hat. Which, yeah. by the way, Peter B's Mary Jane would never wear that hat. But <laughs> but then you see her at the dinner, the Kingpin dinner, where she's in that dress. Oh, yeah. I will say we only see Mary J- Peter B's Mary Jane post-pregnancy in sweatpants and no makeup. So maybe I'm being unfair. But... <laughs> I can't tell a difference. They're... Zoe Kravitz, Mary Jane is crazy. Different um, voice actress. Yeah. Oh, I had something to say. What were we just talking about? Mary Jane. Yeah. Darn. Okay, continue. This is a good one. Okay, go ahead. Dinner with Bill Cosby or clubbing with R. Kelly. Yeah, either way, you're getting raped, right? Or, or put upon. <laughs> or touched. I... Or drugged. Or peed on. Or something. Is R. Kelly the P guy? Yes. I never watched the Cosby show. So it's the remix to Ignition. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body. Got everyone in here wishing. Did a lot more for me than anything that Cosby's done. So I guess R. Kelly. I grew up watching the Cosby show. So I guess I'll go Cosby. So you go Cosby. Cool. What's the best streaming service? For us, Disney+. Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus or Netflix? Probably no. I'm not on Netflix nearly as much as you are. Is Attack on Titan on Netflix? Some of it is. Demon Slayer is on Netflix. Breaking Bad is on Netflix. Avatar The Last Airbender is on Netflix. That's all you. That's all you. Stranger Things is on Netflix. Netflix is only Haunting of Hill House, and I've only watched it twice. Wednesdays on Netflix, which I never finished. (laughs) If you had to give the title of Best and Worst Directors... What two are you picking? Can we pick guys that are, like, famous? Let's try not to pick, you know, David Montgomery. He's a director? No. Best Spielberg. Like Kevin Smith, you could argue, for be- worst director, because you and I have both seen the movie Tusk. I actually haven't, but... You haven't seen Tusk? You didn't watch with them? I could have told them not to watch it. But you know... Like, it, it's tough, because, like, M. Night Shyamalan has some bangers, but then he gave us Avatar, and he's given us some other weird... And After Earth. Yeah. And Knock at the Cabin. And The Happening is really bad. I looked at someone's list, Letterboxd list today. He's watched probably double the amount of movies I have watched this year, and he had Knock at the Cabin in his top 20. And well, I, when I, you see 60 movies. I know, but it was, like, in his top third. How many movies have you seen this year? I've seen upwards of forty to fifty. Oh yeah, so he had like hundred and fifty this he, year. He, he was, was he was like 20. he was like That's in wild. he was like in the seventies, I think. Dude, people that like knock at the cabin make no sense to me. That shit was ass. Um, I don't. Yeah, so Spielberg, obviously Nolan for best. Like, yeah, um, Spielberg's got some duds though. Yeah, but like his his streak. Yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, it was crazy. So I'm going Spielberg. Worst, I don't freaking know. Kevin Smith. I George just... Lucas. George Lucas has made some turds. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, Nolan's up there for Nolan's my number one. Fincher, has got some bangers. Suck Alex's toes or cut off one of Lucky's limbs. Probably suck my toes. I'm sucking your toes. It's easy. Um, I've got a question for you to build off of that. Lucky is my my little dog that I've had since I've two since I was two. A known racist, which makes you a known enabler. Yeah, everyone likes to uh, Photoshop Lucky into Nazi rallies. And that's it's, really fun. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, what's it called? So Lucky is obviously one of your most, if not your most prized possession. Mm-hmm. Um, who is a human mm-hmm. that you would let die for Lucky? Most of them. Really? <laughs> Like, like, say you and everyone in the house is trapped in the house that's on fire, and I can go back in and save one thing. It's Lucky and Blanky. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, be serious here. Like, who is a human that you would... I assume, I assume you would burn Lucky to a crisp for your mother. 
I assume you'd burn lucky to a crisp for your father, for anybody in your family, your new newly born niece. Yeah, okay. Wow. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um I mean, I'm not going to let any human That's what I'm saying. You're too good of a person. Yeah. Like burn to a crisp like I can't save her at all. No, she's ash. I don't like talking. When I do, when I stream. It's not going to happen, so you're good, but yeah, just I know. think it about makes, it. It makes you me know, uncomfortable. Meisner. When I stream, mm-hmm. I do one question go, I bring people on, they ask me questions. Mm-hmm. Like 50% of them are would you rathers, where Lucky is either getting killed or banged. The, Dino Man, he's the legend. He's the one that keeps asking me about blackface. Um, what of his. <laughs> one of his recent, recent ones was. Um, Dude, I can't remember the first part, but it was do a stream in blackface or something terrible. Yeah. yeah. And the second one was have sex with Lucky. <sighs> and then he he while laughing he goes, I don't, you know, I don't care about the science behind how you do that. <laughs> it was so funny. That's incredible. For context, this kid is ten years old. Dude, it yeah, it's so funny. I, I'm gonna I'm making a mega cut of all the Dino Man questions he's asked me. It's really funny. Okay, keep going. James, the patron. What are do you guys think about the Arrowverse? It's got some high highs. It's got some low lows. You know what I'm saying? I do. That's very much how I feel about it. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm in the boat with most people where we watched a few seasons of most of the shows and then kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't finish Arrow. I didn't finish Flash. I watched like one episode of Legends of Tomorrow. Did I you watched watch some Eddie of, of Supergirl. I watched like a season of Supergirl. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Arrow has some great moments. The just Arrow being Arrow and some of the stuff they let him do. The drama of that show just bogs it down so much. It's just like, ugh, oh my gosh. And Flash is great, and then it gets bad and weird, and then it gets good again, and whatever. So highs and highs, lows, lows. Solid. Josh Pickford, the patron. Have either of you watched the British sci-fi series Doctor Who? No. Again, that's one of the things that I've seen like a couple episodes of. I know a shocking amount about that show, though, and that lore for somebody that has never watched an episode. Yeah, it's very popular. Like, I could explain to you the the sonic screwdriver and the TARDIS, mm-hmm. and like, like I know the assistants, and I like, I know where a lot of, like, I know all the actors... Like, obviously, Matt Smith, David Tennant. I know um, Nebula. Why am I forgetting her name Karen right now? Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Like, I know a lot. Yeah, I, I know a shocking amount for somebody that's never watched it. But, yeah. I'm sure I'd love it. Yeah. I know the guy from Sex Education is the new doctor. And that honestly might make me watch it. He's great. Yeah. Um, if you could only spend the rest of your life speaking in quotes, what character slash movie would you choose? We need something with a lot of versatility. Who says Matthew Barry's character from um, the mockumentary series, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, his line delivery and what he says is... I'm going... Very funny. I'm going Michael Scott in the office just so I can say that's what she said, like, whenever I want. Okay. And he says some... Crazy So I can say, oh, how the turntables... Yes. Stuff like that. Ellie Clutch... (laughs) Ellie Clutch or Haley Steinfeld, who's hotter? We have two different answers. Pretty sure we're both going to say Ellie Clutch. Congratulations. But I don't want to continue to talk about that. We got a meter. I'm not clinking you. Huh? We got a meter. No, we don't. We're like her biggest fans. <laughs> what? No. Go. And she's a fan of the show. She's Apparently. certainly a friend of the show. Would you let me invite Ellie Clutch on the podcast? crazy we're a nerd podcast i'm making a new podcast go ahead at Wafello. that's me what is your favorite faith-based movie Ooh. so one come out can i pick a holocaust movie go ahead the woman in gold it's with helen mirren mine's the ryan boy, reynolds the boy in striped pajamas is your favorite Holocaust movie? No, it's just my favorite religion-based movie. Cool. Yeah. That's no. a tough ending. Yeah, tough ending. No. Um, so one, I think it came out last year. Maybe it was this year, The Jesus Revolution. Um, it was actually pretty good. I It has Kelsey Grammer in it. 
Um, I cried in that movie. Like, wow. a ton. Because wow. uh, Jesus is just like... Um, I mean, he's the guy. He's the goat. Um, then there's a, a couple of people called the Irwin Brothers who make a bunch of faith-based movies. They film a lot in Alabama. I've actually been in a lot of them as like an extra in the background. I've met them, blah, blah, blah. Are you in the Spider-Man hoodie? I don't think they would have allowed that. Um, but uh, so they have a couple. Um, I, I can only imagine, which is one of the most popular Christian songs of all time. I can only imagine. It went like triple platinum or something. Good for them. Um, so there was a it was a movie based on that guy. That one was pretty good. Um, I'll go with those two. Would you rather be a youngling in the Star Wars universe, pre Vader purge, or a student at Hogwarts? I think we both have the same answer. There is a correct and an, is there a and correct correct answer? Yes, I'm going Harry Potter. Nice. Why? You can't fuck. Jedi's can't have sex. Okay, that's not why. <laughs> you can't. You can't love anybody. You have no relationship with your parents. Yeah, you, you have no get relationship with your bro. friends. You are kidnapped and indoctrinated into this cult, and everybody in this cult sucks. Like, I love the Jedi, and I love Star Wars and everything like that, but Mace Windu and Yoda and the whole Jedi Council, they talk like this all the time. They suck. They don't let you love. Yeah, but I... Okay, also, there's no there's no Hogsmeade. There's no Diagon Alley. You're not taking vacation as a Jedi youngling to, like, wizarding wheezes. Well, also, I want to have sex. Okay, yeah, we got that part. I'm going on like, to something imagine, else. Like, imagine... The sex hey, that but, happens at Hogwarts. Yeah, but but when Dolores Umbridge was there, you couldn't sit next to anybody. You know what I'm saying? But that would make it even more scandalous. Yeah, but Anakin was banging. So you could just break the rules. I guess. And so was Ahsoka. Ahsoka had a crush on that guy. And Obi-Wan, if you had said the word, I would have left the Jedi Order. <sighs> so, but I think the question is mainly... You rockin' Satine? Satine. That's... That's, that's his? Obi's. Probably not. Yeah, me neither. Um... I think the question was mainly focused on like which one's more dangerous, because it was pre Vader purge and like there's there's the meme going around right now that like Hogwarts was the safest place on earth and every year like people were dying. No, it was a, it, it very dangerous? I was but, assuming it was absent of issues. No, I think it said pre Vader purge because like that was about to happen and like Hogwarts like the Voldemort stuff was about to happen. Either way, I'm still going. You still got to go Harry Potter because they killed all, all the of them. Ones. Exactly. Thank you. I don't want to die. No. Like, there's a bunch of Harry Potter kids that made it. And Hogwarts has Ginny Weasley, Cho Chang. This is what I was... I was talking about sex. Professor McGonagall. Star Wars just has a little Kit Fisto. A little Kit Fisto? Yeah, you know, in the room with all the kids, it's a bunch of humans, and no. then it's a, a green tentacle man. But yeah, but you're you're into the tentacles. You, you freaking... Hera. Well, that's that's different. That's a Twi'lek. There, there, there weren't any little Jedi Twi'leks that we know of. Yeah, but we're talking about sex right now, so stop saying little. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm their age. I mean, yeah. You're having a, you're having sex at that age? No. Okay. Can we just assume we're of also age? like magic? There's so much fun with magic. That's what I'm saying. The force is just like us. you're just a policeman. Yeah. I want a wand. I want to be able to Accio stuff. And the scene, one of my favorite scenes in any Harry Potter movie, because it's technically in the book, but it's not as much in the book as it's shown in the movie, is the scene where they're eating the candy that makes them sound like the animals. animals. And it's like, there's a shit ton of shit like that yeah. in this universe. Like the Weasley's shop would be the most fun place in the world. When Fred George come in and throw the fireworks because F- awesome. after Loris Umbridge. And you're riding a broom. Yeah, stuff. I want a broom. And Madame Pomfrey's like a very capable like hospital lady. She yeah. regrew Harry's arm. bones yeah. in his arm. Like, yeah, I, I want a broom. I want a wand. I want, I want, I want, um, I want a slave. <laughs> I want a house elf. Wow. Cause yeah, I would not. I would go around giving them clothes. Yeah, that's probably right. I probably shouldn't say if I want a slave. Probably shouldn't say that. No. I'd free Dobby. Dobby's a homie. I like Creature. Creature's my favorite house elf. <sighs> that's disrespectful to Dobby. Dobby's great. I love. You Dobby. know who it's not? Winky. No. Winky's annoying. Yes. All right. 
What do you think of Spew? I hated Spew reading that book. I was like, shut the I know, fuck she makes it up. so annoying, but like she's not wrong. No, she's not wrong, but it's just annoying. And that book is the longest book by like a hundred pages. There's probably eighty pages of Spew. That's Order of the Phoenix, though. Yes. Yeah. That's why I'd say it's the best it's the best movie considering it, the book. Because it cuts Spew. Because it spew cuts comple- Spew. Completely, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um Teddy Westside, the patron. Have you watched the Gen V series, and what do you think about it? I haven't. I've had some friends watch it. They say it's just as crazy and good as The Boys. I've heard it's better than The Boys. I really want to watch it. Because The Boys is crazy and out of control, and Amazon kind of lets them do whatever they want. And basically, it's taking superheroes in the real world and showing you what would happen, and then they're taking that from The Boys and then putting it in college. Yeah. And that's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, You really should watch The Boys. What is your favorite scene in any movie ever? Easy pick for me. It's the a portal scene in Endgame. Wow. Easy. Wow. That scene means so much to me. Wow. I really like the from now on scene from Emperor's New Groove. I mean, from The Greatest Showman. From now on. Wow. These eyes will not be blinded by the lights. Wow. And we will come back home. And we will come back home. Wow. Home again. What is my favorite scene in any movie ever? Oh, oh, oh. Not what not probably in my top 50 favorite movies of all time. The now you see me two scene where they're throwing the card around while security's checking them out. One of my favorite scenes of any movie ever. Because it's cool magic scene. related, it's shot incredibly well, it's such a great idea, it's entertaining to watch every single time you watch it. I think it's one of the most creative and best scenes of all time. Yeah. And they're patting him down no that's a it. cool scene so good I love that movie yeah I, that's what I'm trying to think about like what's a movie that's like because I like I'm thinking like I've given three Bubba come on I know is there a Star Wars scene that's your favorite is... my favorite Star Wars scene is the Darth Plagueis the Wise scene please don't say that's your favorite scene it's not my favorite scene of all time like I'm Anything to, in the Planet of the Apes? Caesar saying no is fucking amazing no is so good and you're like, oh. It's so good. Everyone's but, like, like, I feel like all my favorite, like, my favorite scene in The Dark Knight is the Commissioner Gordon Harvey Dent scene in Harvey Dent's office. Where where there, he's just like, I want to meet him. It's just so good. The, I, need, I need to watch that again. The dialogue is so good. So it's like. I have seen that movie one and a half times. Let's watch it. It's so good. I watched half of it on an airplane one time. So, like. Yeah, I, I don't know what I can do. <gasps> oh, I've got it. 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 Killian Murphy with his dad in the third dream in Inception is my favorite scene in any movie ever. I have no idea what scene you're talking about. He, so I think, hot take alert, I think Killian Murphy's best performance of his career is Inception. Okay. That's another one I want to watch. You've never seen Inception? I've seen it, but oh. I have seen it like maybe twice okay. the year it came out. So a lot of people love him in Peaky Blinders. He's great in Peaky Blinders. He's great in Peaky Blinders. Uh, he's going to win the Oscar for Oppenheimer. He's great in Oppenheimer. Have you watched I'm sorry, real quick. Have you watched any Peaky Blinders? I've watched the first season and then the first episode of the second season. It's just the episodes are an hour long. Yeah. I just don't have the time. What do I have to do to make you people... Listen to me! Oh, he's, he's great, though. So he's good. so good. I know a lot of people love him because of Peaky Blinders. I loved him from things like Inception yeah, yeah. and 28 Days okay, Later. So, talk, talk about so then I watched Peaky Blinders. So my favorite scene, it's... it's So the whole movie hinges on... You're, you're breaking Killian Murphy's mind apart. You're, you're making it so that he breaks the company of his father up. And the whole movie... This is the antagonist of the movie, technically. The whole movie... It's like, what's going to happen in there? Because what you learn in the midway through the movie is his mind is going to create what happens in there. They're just like leading him there. And so what happens in that scene is what he's always wanted. And in this safe is the will. And he learns throughout the movie that his dad is breaking up the company. And he's like, he's screwing me. My dad fucking hates me. And you see at the start of the movie that there's a f- picture frame that he breaks 
that has his dad and little Killian Murphy blowing this wind thing that's made of paper that he made probably for school. And he breaks it and he's like, thanks, dad. And so you can tell their relationship is really, really screwed up. And so at the end, he's talking to him. He's talking to his dad, who's on his deathbed again, even though his dad's already died. And he's on his deathbed again. And and he's like, I'm breaking up the company. And he's like, you didn't. You didn't want me to be you, whatever, whatever. And he's like, I didn't want you to be me because you're better. Because that's what Killian Murphy's always wanted to hear. And then they open the safe and with the will that says break up the company, it's the fucking windmill. And Killian Murphy starts bawling his eyes out and then his dad dies again. He's like, no, no. After you see the dad die earlier in the movie and he's like furious, he hates his dad. And it's the, it's his performance is so sad. I really want to watch it now. Where it's like, there's this kid that, this kid has just wanted to be loved by his dad his whole life. Can I ask a personal question? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is there, is there some personal bias in there? Yes. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Good pick, good pick, good pick. Yeah, Last that's one. my favorite scene. Last, that, that's one. my favorite movie that isn't perfect. That's my favorite nine out of ten. Who do you think would win in a fight Caesar from the Planet of the Apes or Terminator from the original movie? Yes, I agree. I love Caesar. Yep, but I he, agree. He's not beating yep. the Terminator. No. How? How? Yep. He's a monkey. No. Nope. He's smart. He's a great leader. No. Nope. It's the Terminator. He's got no chance. Yeah. What's he going to do? It doesn't matter that he's stronger than a human. What's he going to do against metal, steel? Yep. No. Nope. Sorry. Love him, though. So, we're going to, we need to watch The Dark Knight. We need to watch Inception. According to Soups, we need to rewatch Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. It's a Nolan binge. We need to watch the Count Dooku Yoda fight on repeat. I disagree. 